Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Please be advised that Little Miss Recap contains adult language. Yes, bad luck when he foo-foos. I can't even think that seriously. I, 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 can't. <laughs> I have to say, I just noted. I'm trying to be culturally sensitive, but like too. the five-year-old in me cannot help but giggle through this entire thing. I know. Welcome to Little Miss Recap, the podcast where we don't talk about our partner's sexual habits, shortcomings, or uh, preferences in front of a room full of other cast members from a reality show. My I name's would Amy. Not do that. Oh, <laughs> sorry, I was going right into my name's Amy Archer. <laughs> my name's Amy Archer. I'm your host. I'm with the lovely, the amazing, the wickedly talented Amanda Lipnack Raydell. Hi, Amanda. Hi, Amy. I love how you keep coming up with different adjectives for me. It brings me great joy. <laughs> it's amazing. I know. I know. I'll try. I'll, I'll be better. I'll be more no, consistent. You don't have to be. I like that it's different every time. Okay. All right. Um, Amanda, today we are talking about The Last Resort, and I have a question for you right off the bat. Hit me. Do you think there will be season two of this show? I hope so. I truly hope so. I just don't know who it would be, but I really hope so. Like, I'm enjoying we, the hell out of this. I'm enjoying it too. Do we think it's doing well enough? I think it is. I mean, people are talking about it. Mostly it's all these people who are like, I'm not watching this because I'm not watching Ed and Angela. And then they're mm-hmm. like, oh, mm-hmm. I broke down because somebody told me it was good. Mm-hmm. Okay. So let's talk about this. Who would be on that show? Well... Now, one of our patrons, and thank you for everyone who's jumped over on Patreon to listen to Sister Wives. You guys are amazing. One of our patrons said Stephen and Olga, and I agree that would be amazing. Stephen so I'm and Olga them down. would mm-hmm. be really good. Um, oh, I, you know who else? They could bring Colt back. He might be recovered by this point. Apparently, they said they're never doing another 90-day thing because they're real pissed. But yeah, okay. Colt, Colt, would be good. Okay. Um, anybody, whoever, whoever the hell Natalie's with. <laughs> sign her up is she with josh josh i don't know if she's with josh i don't know if she's with mike i don't know if she's with that bachelor dude who's faked his suicide this week i don't know who she's with but mm-hmm, I, mm-hmm. natalie and whoever it is um who else would be really good like lauren and alexi are too fine david and annie are too fine oh, like i i've said andre and libby oh andre and libby that would libby be good and andre too. Okay, that would be good to solve Mm -hmm. her family problems because that's really their problem is her family. Um, Yes. Maybe um, Brandon and Julia would be interesting. Hmm. I don't know. I loved Julia just because she was such an asshole with her. You go gym club. 
You you fat, you go gym club. Maybe like Betty and Ron can come on. Oh yes, Betty and Ron. That I would actually do. I want an entire show just about Betty and Ron because I, I know think they're real freaky deaky. I think so too, and I'm here for it. Hey, you do too. you, whatever. I'm here for it. It's amazing. Fly your freak flag. I just want to know all about it. I want to know all about it as well. Absolutely. Um, let me think who else. So that's that's a strong four couples. It is. We if we could come up with one more. Uh, Jasmine and Gino, I could watch all day long. Same. Um, I would like Jabri and Miona. Really? I just think that'd be weird. Oh, what about Bilal? Oh, Bilal and Shida. What the hell were we mm-hmm. thinking? Bilal mm-hmm. and Shida. Mm-hmm. I would really actually like um, Jabri and Miona if we could get Space Cash to come back. Oh, yes. Space Cash to show up. <laughs> yes. Yes, I need somebody dressed as a space as as a astronaut walking around. Here's what else we need to do. Then Matt Sharp needs to do Love After a Lockup Last Resort, and he needs to bring some of those. Oh, can we talk about guys? Trigger warning. Well, not really trigger warning, but one of the cast members died. Yes. So I have not watched this week's, but it doesn't matter because this person died in real life. Todd and I were talking about this last night. I'm like, do they do they keep him in the next season? I don't know, but it is confirmed that's definitely, it has it's definitely happened. him and he's dead and he died in a car accident. I mean, and we're talking apparently. about Asante. So Renika and Asante. And right. Renika is the lime haired colored person mm-hmm. who's making every bad choice on the planet. Mm-hmm. Though she is somebody who apparently can just call up and be like, hi, judge. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. <laughs> I got to call the judge. Hold on. Judge. Hi, judge. <laughs> You need John Dutton's voice to come in. Yeah, Judge. Yeah, yeah, it's wild. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I like I saw that he died and I feel really bad. And I was like, what do they do? Because right. they're one of the core couples for Love After Lockup now. I know, I know. So do like they do edit they him out. It? Right. I hope they don't, because I mean the story still exists. I know, I know. I know. I don't know what they do with that. So I don't know I, what they do with that. I covered this week's um, Love During Lockup over on Pink Shade. If you guys follow that show, check out Pink Shade. Um, Keisha and I talked about it. And I had to really quick think, like, did I say anything terrible about him? Because then I would feel awful. And have right, because like, you found out the next day he's dead or whatever. But I didn't. All I was talking about was how hot he was. And he oh, was. Okay. So, yeah, he's a good looking man. Yeah, we're there. For sure. Oh, speaking of gossip from this community, mm. what the hell's going on with Paul and Karini? <gasps> I don't know supposedly he's resurfaced again and was on that idiot John Yates show. So God. And supposedly he was liking someone's, some Instagram posts. Yeah. But the whole time he was missing. I'm there pulling out the Sarah McLaughlin. I will remember you music with pictures of him and the kids. (laughs) Like, yeah, honestly, this kids would probably be better off if he disappeared into the Amazon jungle. Never never to return. Run off into the machete filled jungle and bye pole. Yeah. I I don't know what to take your weird duck feet and go. He is he is wild. He is such a fucked up guy. He is um I want to thank all of you for joining Backdoor Friends, our Facebook group, and watching Sister Wives with us. That was a lot of fun. Yes, I was um, so excited for people's reactions to this week because it was bonkers. It was bonkers. And that episode, our coverage of that episode, which we went like an hour and 20 minutes. is, we um, not, And we could have gone another hour and 20 minutes. Easily. It's on Patreon, the full um, episode. If you want to join the show, the link is in the show notes. But there is an abbreviated version that I throw out for the public. So you can get a little taste of what, you know, how we cover the show and what we talk about and what we're like. So that's there. Um, I think that's it for announcements. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. So this is The Last Resort, Season 1, Episode 4. How long do you last? Awful question. (laughs) But I I do have a funny story about that. And I will will strip away any details so as not to... Okay. Not to share people's stories, but it's still funny. A friend of mine's child was asking them about, see, I'm not even going to use pronouns. A friend of mine's child was asking them about how long sex lasts. Mm-hmm. Actually, I'll give away a pronoun in this because it has to for the answer. He's, he'd asked all about the baby questions, where the mm-hmm. babies come from. And then he said, how long does it take? And my mm-hmm. friend says, you know, it's like 40 weeks, but we say nine months. He's like, no, no. How long does the the make, you know, the sex part take basically? Mm-hmm. And in her brain, she thought, well, it depends on how many beers your dad's had that night. Okay. 
All right. But I've, what she said was it can be very quick or could take a long time, depending <laughs> on what the people want, which is the right answer. It could depending on be, what the people want. That's like right. It. But yeah, I like yeah. it. Depends mm-hmm. on how many beers your dad's had that night. <laughs> so okay. Amanda, in this episode, Chicken Jenny runs a sex workshop, basically. Well, she introduces the person who runs the sex workshop. Yeah, I don't know why we needed Chicken Jenny to do this introduction, both with the big group and with um, Angela and MyCal. And MyCal on the big TV this time. He got to be on a big boy TV. That was nice for him. Uh, He's growing up now. He's just on a big boy TV. I just don't understand, like, why these experts, like, now we're subcontracting the therapy? Right. And I, I, there's nothing wrong with bringing in a sex educator because clearly this group of people needed some education. Clearly. Whoa. The lack of knowledge that these people seem to have, seem to have about people's bodies was intense. And I love how Jovi and Yara sit there like the cat that ate the canary because you know they're fine. They're They're fine. Their sex life is fine. Though though they did have an interesting conversation about, and I think it's a real thing. They did. Of, I think- I don't want to gender stereotype it, but there is this idea in the, in the world, not in the manosphere, in the real world. Um, oh, wait, hold on. Did someone say manosphere? manosphere. Cody I'm Brown, like, back to your cage. Yes, go, <laughs> go back. Get out of here. <laughs> exactly. Get back in there. Um, did someone say manosphere? I'm here for it. But this idea that like women do need like some of that more tenderness yes, to, be yes, in, yes. to get into sex yes. and they, mm-hmm. and men just want to jump right in. So yeah. not all men. Yeah. Hashtag not all men. Hashtag not all men. And I'm going to, I'm going to be on Jovi's team a little bit as we go, as we go okay. through that. Okay. Okay, cool. Cause I always pick the wrong side. All right. So we just have your I'm, shame. Just have your shame bell ready, girl. <laughs> It'll be, Oh, I can't use it today because I I'm on, I don't have a mouse, so I can't click uh, over that far. <laughs> Okay, that's fine. Oh, no, I got it. I got it. Okay. Okay. So we're going to start with the group scene. So Liz and Ed are not in a good place. Whoa. Whoa. And they're arriving at the sex workshop, and they can't even sit at the same table. No, she does not even want to sit near him. She looks so sad and so defeated. But she's also doing the passive-aggressive tearing him down. Oh, yeah. She's a petulant child. And she's doing that because she wants to leave him and, do- and doesn't know how to do that. Mm-hmm. It's It reminds me so much of my first marriage. <laughs> like how so I would, sad. how my husband and I would pick at each other like that, my ex-husband yeah. and I. Ugh. But we were also 21. Right. 22 so years old. You weren't mature. No. So they're not in a good place. So this is a trust and a communication workshop. And Dr. Reba... Comes in and she is a pleasure, positive sex educator. And Chicken Jenny, really her only role is just to introduce Dr. Reba. Yeah. Hi, here's Reba. Mm-hmm. Bye. Mm-hmm. Peace out. So she's here to have a conversation about sex. And Ed immediately raises his hand and says, I have a question. Where do babies come from? <laughs> I was oh. like, oh my God. <laughs> I was like, oh God, this is going to be as cringe as I thought this was going to be. This is going to be worse if we're going to have this asshole, yes. you know. Yes, Ugh. even Jovi is like, who fucking talks like this? Like Jovi, right. I'm even, here for Jovi coming for Ed. Me too. I, I and I feel like in that room, Jovi is like the only one who actually Ed would pay attention to. Yes. Yeah. Yep. And I hate to say it, but I think it's because of the color of his skin is the reason he would pay attention to Jovi. Oh, I'm sure. Else I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, he's completely intimidated by Kelly. Yeah. He's scared of Kelly, him, which is yeah. Yep. Yep. Kelly could murder him in a second. In a second. All right. So Dr. Reba says, when you don't know how to please your partner, it can be a hindrance to your relationship. So I'm going to teach you fools how to bang. That's what Dr. Reba says. Basically. Basically. Mm -hmm. I've actually pondered getting my master's in in, uh, sex education or sexuality. Hmm. There's a great program at Widener for it. I don't know. I go back and forth because Stephanie will tell you I'm very prudish. Really? But like I'm it's funny because I'm not in my own sex life. Right. I just don't like to talk about it. Oh, it doesn't make sense. Talking about it. Yeah, I want to talk about it all. Like I get like I don't mind talking about other people's sex lives, but like right. I get weird kind of talking about mine. Yeah, I get that. Is, is that weird? 
No, I don't. No, because it's personal. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. I just feel like that's a little treasure chest that's over in the corner that Timmy and I live in. Good. (laughs) You don't. And I hope. I hope your treasure chest is amazing. (laughs) My treasure chest is amazing and full, and it's over there. Good. So, like, I just feel like I would be ten shades of red if I had to talk about it. (laughs) (laughs) Which is is weird because again, I could talk so openly about other people's. Yeah. And sex in general, but I don't know. Something's there. It's weird. So Dr. Reba says, we will not be putting cucumbers in our mouths. It's not that kind of a workshop. Thank God. And Ed says, have you seen Jovi's mouth? Because he could fit the whole cucumber in there. (laughs) I'm just going to do that voice anymore. (laughs) It it is the laugh of that. (laughs) Yes. That's just awful. And Liz is just fucking furious. She's like, this is what I'm talking about. Yep. And Jovi's like, I will end you, motherfucker. (laughs) So they're they're allowed to submit questions anonymously. And I'm like, I think it's a great idea. It is, but I know that everyone is immediately going to know Asuelu. I mean, come on. Yeah, sure. Because I'm sure, oh my God, can you imagine what Asuelu's handwriting looks like? Well, and I would hope that Dr. Reba would know enough to like anonymize it a little bit, but she won't. No. So they ask if anyone had sex ed, okay, Mm -hmm. like sexual education. And most did, except for Yara and Asuelu. And Yara, she kind of said that that was not even spoken of. Right. And I believe that. Mm-hmm. I can certainly believe that. I mean, it's not surprising to me that the non-Americans in the room didn't have sex ed. Like, yeah. Yeah. I mean, our sex ed is terrible, but terrible. I can easily see how it may not have, other countries may not do that. Particularly a country like some, I mean, the fact that, you know, Asuelu was condoms are for slut people mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. right off the bat. I'm not thinking that he's living in a particularly sex positive culture. Well, and he kind of said that. He kind of said, like, people don't talk about sex. Like, that's a slut mm-hmm. thing. Yeah, that's a slut thing. So um, Ed asks a legitimate question. He says, does the lip of a circumcision create stimulation for the woman? And Dr. Reba and Molly say, yes, it does. And then Kalani does this weird thing where she puts a Swelu on the spot, like, objectifies him, makes him the butt of the joke. Oh, tell them your circumcision story, babe. Tell them, you know, like, just kind of. Right. But it, it was an interesting fact that it like, was interesting. But they like did circumcision in Samoa at fifteen years old, fifteen. But Yikes. I just felt like it was icky that she made him tell that story. Like if he raised yeah. his hand and said, "Oh, I have a circumcision story," right? Or like, when do people normally get circumcised? Because my story, well, yeah, he has yeah. two children. So I mean, I would think if they got circumcised, it was he must know, the day they were born. Yeah. So it's usually when they do it, unless you're Jewish and then it's eight days after you're born. Yes. So he says, when they cut my beep, we go in the seawater and hit the water so the fish don't eat our beep. And um, everyone's like, uh, and then Kalani says, wait, here's the best part. He was 15. <laughs> <laughs> and so Dr. Reba's like, oh, so they used the salt to heal the wound. And they're like, yeah. And Kelly's like, Wow, I have mad respect for <laughs> I think every man in that in that room went, "Oh Jesus!" Yeah, <laughs> like, the, like, let's see you let's see you survive that, Ed. Right? Yeah, Ed. Let's cut let's cut your penis and throw you in the ocean. Yeah, Literally, it's, let's do yeah, that. Let's cut yeah. his penis and just throw him in the ocean. I'm sure Bye. Liz was like, "There's an ocean out there. Let's do it. Right, let's do it." <laughs> so, Doctor Reba now reads the anonymous question that reads, "How to make my dick big." And Asuela's like, okay, that's my question. (laughs) And Dr. Reba says, and I love how Dr. Reba uses this inclusive language. Mm -hmm. She always says, anyone with a vagina, anyone with a dick. I I love love this. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Very, very awesome. Mm -hmm. Yep. So she says, Dr. Reba says, not everyone with a vagina needs a big penis, like demands a big penis. And almost every woman in the room was like, "Mm mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. True. Yeah, yeah. True, true. So um, Kelly asks where the G spot is, and she begins to explain. Mm-hmm. And it, that's a very valid question because many people, many mm-hmm. men do not know, many yep. women do not know, many people feel like it doesn't exist, that it's some like right. great myth. Mm-hmm. Like there was some actual education that did happen in this workshop, which I appreciated. 
Right, because it does exist. Sure does. And it is at the back of the clitoris, from what uh, Dr. Reba's telling these people. What most people don't realize is the clitoris, like, they think of it just as the part you can see. Like, it is so many nerves. Yes, yes. It goes way far, so you it's can like actually- It's like a web. It is. You can actually mm-hmm. stimulate it without being right where you think you need to be. Right. Most men don't even know where it is. That's true. I would That's beg to, to argue. Yes. yes. Okay. So next question is, how do I keep this? Now we're getting into a weird area. <laughs> how do I keep my partner aroused when I have to take short, frequent breaks? Okay. So this comes from Liz. And Ed, yeah, we, we figure out pretty mm-hmm. quickly that it's from them. So she gives, Dr. Reba starts talking about the prostate orgasm. And she's saying that when you activate the prostate, when you orgasm mm-hmm. through the prostate, you can go again and again and again. And Liz mutters, I would love to know how that feels. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Ed says, find another partner. These two, these two hate each other. They need to be away from each other. But as we know, they got fucking got married. married. Jesus Christ. On cracker. <sighs> Jesus Christ. So. Asuelu now asks why his penis did I I don't feel like I gave enough time to that break question oh Um, they talk about it later they talk about it yeah it comes back later okay so Asuelu asks why his penis hurts and she says you need lubricant and Asuelu asks if he could spit on it oh god so Dr. Reba begins to explain how that throws off the pH in the woman's body and you could get a yeast infection and it's not good for anybody and you should never be putting spit down there. And Dr. Except Reba- you do put spit down there when you do other things. Right. Just exactly. Saying. Yes. <laughs> just <laughs> so saying. I just wrote, oh dear God, oh no, 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 no. Now they're asked to rate their sex. <laughs> No, 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 no. This is a, this is a common thing in Married at First Sight when we're covering Married at First Sight. Um, okay, they're always asking the partners to rate their marriage. Nope, 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 nope. nope. Stop. Mm-mm. So Asuelu says ten, and Kalani says she wishes to decline. I know. I and wonder she, what her real answer is. She tells the camera, "Oh, her real answer is a three, a three or four. I, I was going with two. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think he is a wham bam thank you man. Yes. He gets up. Jack Rabbit. He gets up, gets in, gets out. That's it. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. But we all know Hall J Pass, Mr. Hall J Pass. Hall is J more Pass eight or is, nine. A, is a is a beast in bed. <laughs> Mr. Hall J Pass. <laughs> so Kalani tells the camera she doesn't think this is appropriate and she's not answering it. Mm-hmm. Molly says their sex was an eight. And Kelly gets all horned up over this. Yeah. And Dr. Reba asks Molly and Kelly if they find one another attractive. And Kelly says, he did. And Molly just kind of says, well, his job was attractive. Like, in other right. words, he's not. Yeah. He's not. She, not, has, the not she, she has, has the ick. She has the ick. She has the ick. Yeah. She can't get over this. Mm-mm. If you guys have ever had the ick, you know exactly what we're talking about. It's just that turn that your or- stomach and your insides make. And you're never coming back from it. No, all of a sudden you're like, this person I was into, I do not, I'm not into, and I'm actually kind of repulsed by. No, and you can't, yeah, you can't unick. No. So now they get to Ed and Liz, and Ed says they started at an 11, and now it's like a 5. And Liz says, I'm not one to give someone time to catch their breath and have to get back into it. Right. I prefer to get myself off. Even without him there. And Ed yeah. says, she's yeah, had me to get, she's had me get her off. And then there's a lot of talk about Ed getting out of breath, which I feel is kind of code for fat shaming him a little bit. I think it is code for fat shaming him mm-hmm. and age shaming him a bit. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm going to take the Dan Savage um, take on this. Oh, love which Dan folks Savage. folks aren't familiar, Dan Savage is a sex writer. Mm-hmm. Savage um, love. Savage love. He has his problematic moments, but overall, yep. I quite enjoy him. Mm-hmm. Um, and his his take on it is, the more things you call sex, the more sex you get to have. That's a good point. So you could have like a great mutual masturbation together, mm-hmm. and that mm-hmm. could be phenomenal sex. Mm-hmm. We are yeah. so as a culture, just like it's PIV. 
that makes sex. If you don't have that, you haven't had sex. It hasn't been good. And it's like, yeah, that's great. But so are a million other things you could be doing. Yes. Yes. Agreed. Yeah. I think we need to have sex therapist Amanda Corner sometimes. I could do this. Okay. I've taught sex ed before. Okay. I could do this. I almost said callers, call in with your questions. <laughs> um, oh, my God. Wouldn't that be amazing if we did an episode where I answered people's sex questions? Listeners, not callers. Listeners. Listeners, yes. Submit callers. your questions. Don't call in with them because there's nowhere no. to call. Oh, we do have a voicemail number. <laughs> we do have a voicemail number. Oh, my God. We could do our own version of Savage Love. Backdoor Love. <laughs> Guys, get us your sex <laughs> questions. Back to <laughs> Jesus Christ. Ain't no shame in backdoor love, man. No shade in the back door. Um, no, this could be a great Patreon episode. <laughs> guys, get us your sex questions. Please let us know if you'd prefer to keep them anonymous, and I yep. will pose them to Amanda for Sex Ed Corner. Okay. Yeah, I'll, I'll totally do this. Okay. So now um, Ed is saying... I've had surgery and I'm trying to get back into shape. And as a person of size, mm -hmm. I know exactly the, and we all know it's so obvious. This is exactly where Ed's humor comes from. Yeah. His, his self deprecation. Yep. Yes. Absolutely. And in this moment, you could kind of see this look of just, he's mortified. Yeah. And I get and, it. Mm -hmm. I hate Ed. We I hate him this. too. I hate, hate him Ed. too. Hate him. Right. I had a little Shame. sympathy for him in that moment. That's a so uncomfortable. Fleeting moment. A fleeting, a fleeting moment. moment. So he says, I'm trying to get back into shape. And Liz is like, it's been months. Months. Okay. Okay. But like, didn't he have shoulder surgery or something? I don't know what. Yeah. Because I think that's how they got back together. And shoulder surgery is no fucking joke. Like, that yes. is a long rehab process. And yeah. if you're already not feeling like... Ed could be the guy who is me, hi, it's me, I am him, he is me, whose every day is like, tomorrow's the day. Right, right. And now it's six months later, but tomorrow is the day. I mean, I I write in my book, Fat Girl Skinny, I'm like, every every Monday was the new, every day was the new Monday. Like, it would yep. always be like, I'm starting on Monday, I'm starting on Monday, I'm starting on Monday, I'm starting on Monday. First day starting, of the rest of your life. Every day is the first day of the rest of your life. Yes, starting... If if we're talking, I hate to go into diet culture, but if we're talking about getting healthy generally, mm -hmm. um, you know, every day is the new day. I mean, yeah. you can start at any time. It took me years to understand that small incremental changes, you know, it doesn't yeah. have to be, okay, come Monday. And I get this from my father because he does it to this day. He'll be like, oh, yeah, I'm doing this new thing where I'm only eating chicken and broccoli. Or right. he'll be like, I'm not drinking, I'm not drinking at all until Fridays, starting yeah. now. And it's like, Dad, that is so unsustainable, but okay, whatever. Burn yourself yeah. on chicken and broccoli for three days and then have a pizza. Uh, so Father been, Amy and Father Amanda have a lot in common in that regard. Yes. So I've been learning like, oh, not putting sugar in my coffee, for example, yeah. or just having water at night instead of having like a flavored iced tea or something. You know right. what I mean? These little things. They make a difference. That's it. Instead of going balls to the wall every Monday. <laughs> right. Exactly. And it lasts three days because then you're tired. Yeah. Yeah. You know how they always say don't buy a car that was made on Fridays? No. I've never heard that. They always – that's like a joke. Like don't okay. buy a car that's made on Friday because everybody's like peacing out and right. they're not yeah, paying exactly. attention. Um. Always meet Amy on a Tuesday because she's at her healthiest. I <laughs> see. It's a good day. <laughs> it's similar to what my father says of don't schedule planned surgery the week of a holiday. Ah, there you go. Because you're getting the B team. There you so, go. Yes. Okay, good. So anyway, so she weight shames Ed and it's not cool. I mean, mm -hmm. Ed's a lot of things and he he shames people. So fuck he him. He does. Yeah, but that doesn't awful. make it better. Nobody deserves it, period. No. Nope. So Jovi says, um, now we get to yarn Jovi. I'm fully expecting a 10. Yeah, I am too. Jovi says it's a six because yeah. he wants it more. That's not the question, Jovi. No. The question when you is, have it, what is the quality of it? Is that what was that the question or was it rate your sex yeah. life? I think it was rate your sex life. And those are two oh, different okay. things. Is okay. the quality then, of it or is then it the maybe quality? okay. Then maybe the sixes. But still, dude. Okay. So Yara says she wants more romance and foreplay. And she says for her, it's an eight. Mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. And Dr. Reba starts to chide jo- Jovi. And she says, you don't understand the changes in her body. She, like, she's a new her. mother. I mean, their baby's, what, maybe two at this point? Not even? She was born during COVID. Right. But, like, early in COVID. So she might be almost three. But still, I mean, they've got a little toddler running around. Yep. I'm sure she was breastfeeding till like a year or something in. Mm -hmm. I'm sure she's still not getting a lot of sleep. You know what I mean? Like, and don't forget she's doing it. Yeah. Alone months at a time. time. So Jovi says, I feel like I have to put, so I kind of can see this in Yara. And this Mm -hmm. is where I sympathized with Jovi. Hold on here. I kind of feel like <laughs> that'll never not make me laugh. I feel like Yara is Natalie in the way that she does want this huge, you know, romantic gesture every time. And I feel like right. Jovi's just kind of saying, can we just have a quickie in the morning sometimes? Right. Like, like it I'm doesn't always to have do to a be. Nice thing. Yes. But yes. we don't need to like pull out the thousand dollar dinner and the two dozen red roses Every time Every we want to have sex. Yeah. Yeah. That's not. He's like, can I do. just sneak in the shower with you once in a while and right. just bang this out? Like, does it have to be. <laughs> get, this, get this done. Right. Does it have to be. So I, I feel like I understand what he was saying. I'm I not. I understand you know, both of them. Yep. Yep. Okay. So now they get homework and their homework is Ed and Liz have to see what arousal feels like without penetration. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> And, and no, our, our, and I just want to be clear. The only reason we both go is because of Ed. Yes. Because he's yes. so disgusting. He's gross. So Asuelu and Kalani. Well, let me just say this about Ed. I hate to keep harping on this, but yes, he uses humor as a self-deprecation and as a shield for his vulnerability, but he also uses anger that way. Yes, he does. And that's the problem. Okay. Yeah. So Asuelu and Kalani, uh, you need to touch yourselves and find out what gives you pleasure separately. Without yeah. each other. Mm-hmm. And then Kalani has to translate this to Asuelu. And she says, explore when you foo-foo. Mm-hmm. Do, do we need to have a moment too where we discuss that masturbation in Samoa is called foo-foo? <laughs> I, feel like I, I feel like I need a moment. <laughs> no shade to the Samoan listeners no. out there. No shade. But no, foo-foo's but a fun word. Foo-foo's a fun, fun word. word. I think foo I, I think of somebody's like little buddy foo-foo. That's what I think yes. of when I hear foo-foo. Yes. <laughs> so um, I always want to call them Jara. I don't know why. But Jovi <laughs> and Yara, uh, Dr. Reba wants them to cuddle and not have sex. Mm-hmm. And Molly and Kelly, since you can't touch each other, you can talk about what your turn-offs and turn-ons are. Okay? Yeah. Now, you may have noticed we did not talk about Angela and Michael. No, And we that did is not. because they get their own separate se- uh, session later in the episode. Yes. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. So now let's go to Jovi and Yara and their uh, homework, Miss Amanda. So Jovi and Yara have to cuddle. First, my question for you. Do you think that they are good cuddlers? Do I think they're good cuddlers? Not, no, not looking at know. the scene in general, but overall no. in their relationship. No, I don't think they cuddle ever. No. Second question. I know you don't like to talk about your sex life, so we won't go there. But No, you could. You, you could Are you me. a cuddler? Are you a cuddler? Um, Sometimes. Okay. I like to cuddle to an extent. Like okay. we'll cuddle for the first maybe five, six, seven minutes when we're laying okay. down at night. And then it's like, okay, get away from me. <laughs> I'm okay. going to go to sleep. <laughs> okay. okay. Are you a cuddler? Yes, we are. We are master cuddlers in this house. Okay. Um, Okay. My my husband, uh, soon to be no longer Twitter profile because he's leaving because of the horrificness of Mr. Musk. Mm -hmm. Um, His tagline is, I think, two time North American cuddle champion. Mm. That is that is his claim to fame, even though he's not really one because I don't think there is such a thing. Mm -hmm. But every night before we go to bed, we have cuddle time. Mm -hmm. Every night. And it lasts anywhere from 20 minutes to an hour. Two questions. Sure. Number one, how long are you guys together? We've been together for three years. 
Okay. Okay. That's impressive. Mm-hmm. Every second, night. Second question is, you're a lady of a certain age. I am a lady of a certain age. <laughs> do, do you not get hot cuddling? Sometimes I do. Sometimes okay. I do. Because that's I my to... problem. Like, I'm yeah. always like, okay, I'm too hot. Get off me. <laughs> Sometimes I have to disengage. But we also keep our bedroom at a cooler temperature because I like to sleep in an Arctic ice, ice box mm-hmm. if given the mm-hmm. option. So mm-hmm. it works. But no, we have cuddle time. It is It is a requirement in our day. When mm-hmm. I came home last night from my trip to Charleston, mm-hmm. um, Todd's like, oh, I missed cuddles. And our cuddles are pretty extraordinary and they are a huge part of our life. And sometimes we chit chat about our day or what's going on. Sometimes we don't talk at all. We just cuddle. Yeah. I I feel like Timmy and I, we, I do, it, now that you mentioned, like I do always kind of need to be touching him mm-hmm. when we're sleeping. Mm-hmm. Like I'm always like either back to back with him yeah. or my feet are touching his feet. Do you know what I mean? Like we are yep. always touching, but the cuddling, I don't, I get weird about being like restrained okay, almost for a while. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, and, and I would say that cuddling most often leads to get away from me. We're sleeping. Sometimes it does lead to sex. Yeah. But many times it's like, get away from me. Yeah, <laughs> I need no. to sleep now. And I take my sleep. Very seriously. Yeah. I mean, sometimes mm-hmm. cuddling is part of our foreplay and sometimes it's just cuddles. And then we do the, what, what my friend John refers to as the hug and roll. We cuddle. Yes. And then we go to our, our sides. Of the, we go to our corners. Go to your corners. Ring. Yeah. Yeah. But I will always, we'll go to our corners and I will always stretch my feet over and rub them against his calves. <laughs> oh. Do you have a king size or a queen size bed? We just got a king size bed. Okay. And yeah. it has changed my life. <laughs> oh, I don't know how I could ever live without a king size bed. Oh, again. it's amazing. It's amazing. Yeah. Well, I know Jovi and Yara are not good cuddlers because no. I feel like he's too boned up. We see this. But I also feel like she's kind of, she is very playful. She is very and playful. And I don't think she takes the cuddling very seriously. No, she's very playful and she's she's very cute and sweet, but she comes to bed, you know, Jovi has on the hotel robe. Um and Yara comes in in her little satin black nighty robe and she gets all up in the cuddles and it's like first of all you two clearly don't know how to cuddle because they just didn't even know how to start <laughs> and second of all he is so horned up he's like okay okay and she's like no jo- Jovi cuddle Jovi Jovi we just cuddle um and eventually they wind up going to pound town. Of course they do. Of, of course, course they do. It's all of a sudden Jovi rips <laughs> off the road, goes straight under the covers. He's going down to do his business. Yeah. Let me ask you a quick side question. Yes. Could you put on a hotel robe? Because I can't. No. No. Mm. Okay. We're on the same page there. All right. Let's I don't really stop. enjoy robes in general. I don't mind a robe. I don't, yeah. I, uh, again, I'm always hot. So I have like yeah. a short kind of knit robe okay. that I'll throw on occasionally, yeah. but I will not put a fucking robe on that was not in my washing machine and I don't know where it came from. That's not happening. Yeah. yeah. The only reason I ever put on a robe is like if my stepson's here and I need to run out of the bedroom really quickly <laughs> yes. without the house without on fire and I have to put a robe on. figuring out stuff. Yeah. <laughs> that's pretty much it. Hey everyone. Stay tuned. Little Miss Recap will be right back after these words. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. So let's take a little skip, hop, and a jump over to Kalani Asuelo's rooms. Okay. Um, Asuelo is telling the boys that mommy and daddy went to school today. It's actually cute. It was kind of cute. 
Their kids are so freaking gorgeous. But why are they there? Could this woman get a goddamn break? I know. I thought Kalini was on kid duty. Why are they there? Where is she? Yeah. She even said she had to go do her assignment and would leave the kids and go to the other room. Yeah. Kalini, get these children. So he asks if Kalani's going to do her homework. And she says, of course I am. After I put these 87 kids to bed, I'm going to do my homework. And Aswanlu says he doesn't like Fufu because he has bad luck when he Fufus. This was hilarious. He's <laughs> he has bad luck when he Fufus. I can't even think that seriously. I, I, can't. <laughs> I have to say. I just noted. <laughs> I'm trying to be culturally sensitive, but like the five-year-old in me cannot help but giggle through this entire thing. I know. He says, once I foo-foo and I broke my ankle. (laughs) 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 So whatever. So then Kalani says to him, remember when we used to make homework videos and they laugh? What? What are homework videos? Oh, I think they were videoing. They were either doing video sex or... They were each sending each other photos of, of foo-fooing. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah, I think so. So now we get some footage of a Swaylu humping various parts of his room. What the, the wall, hell was the bed. that? What was that? I don't know. I don't Is know that how happened. this man foo-foos? Because that was weird. I don't know. I don't know what happened. It he was, was like humping the bed. He was doing the wall. Like, he was doing the, the, the like similar dance he did when in the airport that he does yes. like yes. i does he i'm confused but whatever whatever whatever, whatever i hope, I hope you enjoyed a foo-foo. <laughs> <laughs> so now oh, let's go bless. to two people who could not hate each other more kelly and molly holy shit do you think were they the fill-ins did we talk about this i think they were the I fill-ins because so. they done. have nothing they are done so they get to meet with. Dr. Oh my god! Hyde. Wait, I'm going to interrupt you because I just had a brain, I a brain, brain, okay. brain Something. spark, brain sure. spark. Go with that. What's your brain spark? We need the whole family, Libby, down here. Yeah, not just Andre and Libby, but no, the whole. Family I need to see here. the butthole brigade. I need to see <laughs> Megan. I need to see Charlie screaming about yeah. getting canceled. I need to see. Charlie. I need to see the the. White supremacist mother. I need everything. I need it all. I need family. Libby goes to therapy. Oh, I I love the fact that there's so much horribleness about Pam that you and I both said completely opposite things. They're both still true. Both still true. Yes. Anyway, I'm so sorry to derail you. It just you know I have to get these things out when they come up. We are ladies of a certain age. If it doesn't come out now, it it will be gone forever. So, um, Doctor Hottie has entered the chat. Um, God, he is a handsome man. Jeez, so fucking handsome! Oh my God, Jesus! Um, and one thing to note: I believe Molly is wearing a bra that she sold to me in a different mm. color. Okay. But I believe that's a bra shoot. Also, why is this woman wearing that bra with that dress? She has access to every bra on the planet. She doesn't have great fashion taste, which I'm not throwing shade because I would be no. the same way. Yeah. Um, you know, my whole wardrobe comes from TJ Maxx, the clearance rack. So I get it. But yeah, I mean, yeah, not You're a great choice. This is not what yeah. I would wear. Exactly. Exactly. No one's over here filming me. No, if you're running to the grocery store, you do you. I don't give a damn. But mm-hmm. no, you're on mm-hmm. television for all the world to see. You're on television. Class it up, goddammit. Come on, Miles. Get it together. So, um, I just said Molly definitely has the ick. Like, that's the Mm -hmm. whole thing. And Mm -hmm. Kelly feels like he gave up his whole life for her. This he just cannot let go of. He gave up his whole life for her. He gave up his whole life for her. But they're just bitter. They are they have such contempt for each other. Yeah. And as our 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 dear friend in our heads, Kyle Cray says, Yeah, it it, once you have contempt, you You can't there's no coming back from contempt. Mm -mm. So Molly says she doesn't feel respected as a mother, as a business owner, and she expected him to help her out. Uh, I don't know what's happening here. I don't either, but to me, this felt a little ick of like, I expected you to move in and be my house husband. Oh, okay. And given the racial, like there was just something about it that just felt icky to me. Or like, did she expect him to help her out financially and he's not? I don't know. But she does I mean, say he can't support NY- you financially. 
if he's got the NYPD pension, that's not, I mean, it's, it's a lot, but it's not enough for what they do. Sure. But you know, no, but she's got a thriving business yeah, and this TV career. Yeah. And yeah. she's got her store. She's got her plexus crap that's happening. And mm-hmm. she has the show like, and yeah, everything else that she does. I don't know. It's just weird. But she did say he doesn't feel like he can support her emotionally, financially, intimately, romantically. It's bad. And- she hates him. Dr. So, Jason Prentergast is like, this is bad. This is really bad. Mm-hmm. Kelly was so triggered. I know. I want to know what happened in this man's childhood because he's like, you're lying. You're lying. You're not telling. Like this. I felt like he wasn't talking about her anymore. No, I this felt like some kind of button in him. Something else was coming out that had maybe something to do with Molly, but I don't think well, Molly he's, was involved He's in it. hearing you're not good enough, you're not good enough, you're not good enough. And he's also kind of hearing, you said you would do something and you didn't. And that is what he's responding to. Like, you're lying, you're lying, you're lying. Like, I was doing what I said, or you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Um, But he said things like, this is what I wrote down. He says he's not safe and secure. Yes. Um, He went all against all of his beliefs to be with her. What does that mean? I think that, okay, so a couple things. I'll answer that, but I want to go back to the first thing first. I think that when he's saying he is not safe and secure, he's feeling gaslit in that moment. Mm-hmm. And when you're feeling gaslit, you don't feel safe and secure. Sure, sure, Because sure. you're like, I I can't trust myself right now. I can't trust right. what's being said. Um, yeah. I think Going against his beliefs was leaving New York, uprooting his life, going to Georgia for someone he met over the internet or whatever. Yeah. And he probably got a lot of heat from his friends. He probably did. And there was a discussion on the the season they were on about children. Um, And that could be it as well. That he didn't want to date somebody with children? No, he wanted to have a child. Oh, okay. And Molly was like... Uh, I'm too old. The ship has sailed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This this factory is closed. We're not mm-hmm. doing this. Mm-hmm. Um, so that could be it. And then Andrew the runs that, in. I could tote that. I, I got an egg and you could tote it. it. <laughs> wonder, if, wonder how Angela's egg's doing. Uh, <laughs> wonder if it's okay. Um, Hashtag Angela's egg. <laughs> but yeah, just the fact that he says, I went against all of my beliefs. Yikes. Like, um, And then he just kept saying, she did me wrong. She did me wrong. Mm-hmm. Um. Mm-hmm. Molly thinks he's not taking responsibility. Therapist Hottie McHothot says they have communication issues. Mm-hmm. Thank you for stating the obvious, sir. Mm-hmm. And he said, she says he can't care for me in any way. And Kelly walks off because he can't deal with a liar. She's just eviscerating him. She is. Can you tell oh. me because I I'm not sure I know the full story and the listeners might not either. Can you tell me if you know, you might not know, yeah, what the alleged dark story is involving her daughter? So I read, so, well, I read something. Do we need that, to trigger warn? Yeah, we do need to trigger warn against some um, abuse and okay. drug issues. Um, apparently, God, I have to go back and really read this, not like in the grocery store line, but they had some sort of physical altercation, Olivia and Kelly at her, at Molly's store. So Olivia worked at Molly's store. I in fact dealt with her once. She was lovely. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I guess, that's what I read too, that it got physical. Like physical. he either restrained her or something. something. He put hands on her. She might've also put hands on him. And this it is just, all allegedly, we don't yeah, know, but yeah, but there were like charges filed and stuff. So mm-hmm. There is some record of this. It's just, it sounds like he never bonded with Olivia. It seemed like in, when he was on the single life, it seemed like he bonded with Kinsley. Like, yeah, they were good. But Olivia, I think Olivia has been such a parentified child. Mm-hmm. Molly has treated her like she is her very best friend versus mm-hmm. her child. And I think Olivia's like, great. We have yet another dude moving into the house and, even though she took more time with Kelly and this was not a Louise situation, mm-hmm. Kelly's age appropriate. He has an education. He had a career. Like mm-hmm. he was much more of a better match on paper than mm-hmm. Louise ever would have been. Cause Louise was no kind of a match on paper. No. Um, but I think Olivia's like, oh, fuck, we're doing this again. 
And I wonder what role Cynthia plays in all of this. Yeah, I don't know what they're falling out Because I think about. what I read is this incident that happened at the store. I can't remember if Cynthia was there or Cynthia was the one to report it. But Cynthia was the one to report it. She maybe. was involved somehow. Yeah, I think and this was a cause of their, their rift as well. So I wonder if Kelly's... You know, just because Molly really keeps saying over and over again, like, he doesn't support me as a mother. Yeah. So I wonder if they fought constantly about the way that she parents. Could be. You know Could what I mean? Enemy. And he's I, one of these guys that's like, you know, if a kid gets out of line, you you put him in line. Right. I mean, yeah. I could see that if he comes from that background. I could absolutely as well. And he might know. look at it as like her kids are just running roughshod over her and there's no... There's no yeah. discipline. There's no whatever. I don't know what goes on in that house. But they these two hate each other and they're done. Yeah. So now we're going to scoot over to two people who are deliriously in love, Ed and Liz. <laughs> <laughs> so remember last episode we were talking or maybe the episode before we were talking about respect and how if you mm-hmm. don't have respect for somebody. Like I agree with Kyle Cray. He calls it contempt. I call it like a loss of respect. Same concept. Yep. Once you're there, there's no coming back from it. Nope. And Ed and Liz are talking after the workshop because Liz keeps making digs at him, which is every sign that she is there. She yep. does not Absolutely. respect him. It's gone. No. She says, you're not taking this seriously, blah, blah, blah. They're, you know, going back and forth to each other. Later, they're on the porch and Liz has her resting bitch face on. Like she is just, woof. Yeah. Ed says, I realize I got a lot out of that class. And Liz is like, you did? Because you didn't seem to take it very seriously. Nope. And he says, look, I go funny when things get serious or when I get nervous. Mm -hmm. But I am serious about us. And he says, life is too short to take so seriously. Liz says to him, what if something happened to me tomorrow and you knew what I had needed from you and I was gone and without you ever having given it to me, which I thought was real weird. It was real weird. Like that's, that's how you're going to fix your relationship. I think what you need to say is what if I was gone tomorrow? How would you feel? Would you miss me? Would you like, right. not, would not. you give a shit? Right. Would Ed Whatever. be like, Oh, she just needed, you know, me to be more serious and I couldn't do it. Like, no, whatever. Right. So then she starts to cry and she says she realizes she never let him know that she has his back. There's this thing with having his back. Right. And I'm sorry. He is horrifically abusive to you. Yep. You should not quote unquote have someone's back who's abusive to you. And he just goes through life, you know, lashing out at people because of his own insecurities. And he just wants someone who's going to defend him and support it and enable him. That's all he wants. Everyone has done Ed wrong Mm -hmm. in Ed's life. In In Ed's mind, everyone has done him wrong. Last episode, Liz had it exactly right. She's like, I'm holding you accountable. There's a Mm -hmm. like there are times when, you know, Timmy says something or does something. My husband has a a tendency to speak the truth a little too bluntly sometimes. Got it. There are times where I'll be like, no, I'm not supporting you. Like that was inappropriate. Like, why would you say that or whatever? You know what I mean? But there are many times where. It might, like, I, I would have his back. Like, he's just yeah. being honest about something and somebody, you know, whatever. Absolutely. It depends on the situation. You just can't blindly have someone's back. If they need to be held accountable, accountable. that's a true partnership. You hold each other accountable when you need to. If you blindly have somebody's back, you're not being a good partner to them. I don't even blindly have my children's back. No. There's there are no times- one on the planet whose bl- who's back I have totally blind there have been times in the past when my girls were small not often but once or twice i would get a call from a parent oh penelope said this or the you know and i would be like okay and i would believe them and i would go to my kids and you know why'd you do this yeah they can be held accountable they can be held accountable it's okay it's it's better accountable doesn't mean you're a bad person it's not a moral failing it's oh I stepped a little bit out of the box of what I should be doing, whatever that is. Mm-hmm. And thankfully, someone who loves me is going to say, mm, that's not who you are. And I'm going to hold up the me- Accountability is really nothing more than holding up a mirror to somebody and going, no, this is not what you want. Sometimes it's a learning moment. I agree with Absolutely. you. Sometimes, like, 
for example, my husband's not super great at reading a room. And okay. that's often when the disconnect happens. I'll be like, right. you needed to read that room a little better. Yep. Here's what mm-hmm. was going on. And then he's like, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Like, that's what you do. That's how you yeah. help each other through life. Yeah. Like, I don't it's know. And then so I bizarre. run through the world blindly trusting everybody. And Timmy's like, no, 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 no. <laughs> no, no, no. We don't do that. Balance <laughs> between the two. Yeah, let's find some balance. So I, I just think that she, he just wants this blind loyalty like Cody Brown. Mm-hmm. You got to get in the manosphere. You got to love me. <laughs> and it's like, I don't understand it. So anyway, they make up. They head to bed. And we have audio of them banging. And I just want to die. I want to die. Mm-hmm. Oh, it was so uncomfortable. So going from cringy to a level of cringe we've never seen before, let's go over to Michael and Angela. Holy cats. When we <laughs> agreed on this season, we... <laughs> We talked about how we were going to split this season up. We we both we had to split Ed and Angela. One of us had to have one. One of us mm-hmm. had to have the other. Mm-hmm. I can scream a little bit better in an Angela voice, so I was mm-hmm. the lucky winner, which means I now have to talk about Angela's coochie. You have uh, to talk about <laughs> Angela's orgasm. I have to talk about Angela's coochie, about her orgasm, mm-hmm. about, by the way, in my notes, I wrote, we relearned that Michael doesn't exercise. No, I'm sure he exercises. He doesn't masturbate. He does not foo-foo. He's not into the he, foo-foo. Yeah, he does not foo-foo. He's not enjoying the foo-foo. Which is sad for Michael. It is. Michael. Although he's probably getting the BJ. He's probably getting the he's BJ. He's getting the BJ for, for real. real. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Uh, he um, does not enjoy the foo-foo, which is a shame. And mm. actually... Okay. Had you ever known about remote vibrators? Had you known this is a thing? Yes. I, have, I did know this okay. was a thing. Okay. Yes. I have a friend who is a sex writer and actually a sex worker, and it, she gets product all the time mm-hmm. from sponsors. I'm a, I'm a big supporter of product. Oh. Yes. Product. Mm-hmm. Product is so mm-hmm. everybody should use product. Yes. I'll just say that. Everybody whatever needs product, product you enjoy, <laughs> whatever product you enjoy, you should use that product. Um, and she got, this was a couple of years ago, she got one of those remote vibrators. And so she's like, hey, who wants to test this out with me? And a mutual friend of ours was like, I'll do it. And so mm-hmm. my friend would wear it. And our other friend periodically would <laughs> just turn it on. <laughs> they lived on opposite sides of the country. So oh, nice. Okay. Be at the grocery store. And all okay. of a sudden she'd be like, oh, hey, okay. Yo, yo. All right. <laughs> I loved it. it. Made me laugh. But actually... This was a brilliant idea. It was a to great give them idea. An opportunity to connect sexually from far away. It was a great idea if Michael can control himself. If Michael can control himself, I feel like he's giggling over there. Angela's coochie. Like, I, I feel those like are things can happen. I feel like he's like a 12 year old boy over there, like giggling and just hitting that button all the time. I think he's really immature about sex. Well, I think he's really immature about everything. Michael. But, Michael. Um, and then so. And then he learns that there's a version for him as well, but they're just going to start with the Angela version. Mm-hmm, cool. Mm-hmm. She goes, also, she was wearing a horrific outfit. I don't know what was up with that, like, weird bra thing. And the, I know. I know. Whatever. I know. Uh, and uh, she goes in the bathroom, <clears throat> put sets up the thing, waddles her way out, um, <laughs> talking about how it feels like she's got an apple up her hoo-ha. <laughs> she keeps using the word coochie I never want to hear Angela say coochie again <laughs> she gets into bed sorry this is difficult to get through she gets into bed and uh, Michael starts uh, using the app and mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure we watched Angela have a couple of orgasms Michael Michael you stop it Michael oh Michael I was like oh god. oh god why is this happening get this off of my television right now i can't i can't i can't I and was, it's only because it's her I it's only can't. because it's her i mean you want to show us yara having an orgasm fine i'll watch that whatever. all day every day whatever i don't want to see angela like michael michael you stop it michael oh god oh. it's like 17 oh. crows in a cage <laughs> in there. I'm like, Gee, it's so awful oh my god um but I did actually think this was an interesting way to I thought so help too. them connect. Um, mm-hmm. That would not have occurred to me, and it makes perfect sense. So, yep, yep. Um, when we do Amanda Sex Corner, I now am thinking that way. So, if you have questions about remote vibrators, I got you. Okay, but I might not have gotten you there last week. But okay. Um, 
Yeah. So this, I'll be curious to see what happens. I mean, they have such a weird relationship. She's so horribly abusive to him. I am it's sure such, he is lying. It's such a double standard. Yes. I'm sure he is getting the BJ for real constantly. Yeah. Or he's getting like the virtual BJs for real. Like neither of these two are behaving well to be in a relationship no. together. And they shouldn't. But to be fair, they shouldn't have to. They're continent apart. I know. Just be like, look, I'm not going to ask questions. We don't have to talk about it. Do what you got to do over there. I'll do what I got to do over here. When we're exactly. together, we're together. You know yeah. what I mean? Like once you get over here, if you ever get over here, he's never getting it's over here. Un, it is so it unrealistic to expect this guy to be celibate mm-hmm. while you're over here. Like it's yeah. ridiculous. It okay. is completely ridiculous. And it's it's ridiculous of him to request that for her as well. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Agreed. But the thing is, I really think they like each other. Which is so Which weird. Which is fine. No, like, it's, it's absolutely fine. I just think it's really weird that they like each other, given how awful she is to him. I know. I know. Oh, speaking of them, just real quick story. Did you see I was manipulated by cake? I did see how you were manipulated by cake, and I too would have been manipulated. Guys, I came home. My daughter made a cake. She had this cake all baked up, sitting on the counter. And I was like, oh, my God, you made a cake. And she's like, yeah, here. And she's, like, giving it to me. And I, I took a tiny little sliver because Timmy and I had just been out. We just ate lunch or something. So I just wanted a little tiny sliver. As I'm eating that tiny little sliver, she's like, so there's this party tonight that we want to go to. Like, she, this kid fucking manipulated me a cake. And guess what? It worked. It worked. Yeah. You, she like, got to go okay, to the party you and you go. got cake. And then later I was like, when I came out of my cake haze, I was like, what that just happened? <laughs> I just got manipulated by cake <laughs> by my child. All right. So anyway, let's do next time on. Next time on, Chicken Jenny hypnotizes Ed. And we do a Ed. past life regression. We do a past life regression where he says he was a leprechaun who was buried alive. And of course he's not taking this seriously. And of course he's no. not being regressed. No, I fucking hate him. So Kalani, Angela, and Yara are all talking about their homework. And Kalani says she did her homework twice. Good and girl. Ange- Get Angela it. says, but who were you thinking of? Dun, dun, dun. We know who she was Hall thinking of. Hall J. Pass. Paging Mr. Hall J. Pass to the <laughs> teacher's office. Exactly. Okay. So Kelly cries and says he can't be with someone who doesn't love him back. And she cries mm-hmm. also, Molly. And then Jovi and Kelly want to take a Swaylu to a strip club. Is there a strip club there? I don't know where a strip club is. I mean, there's got to be one in the Florida not Keys. in Key West. They're like on a oh. key. Yeah, they're on one of the islands that go up and down the yeah. chain. Okay, so, I'm going to have to Google if there's a strip club near. We're going to have to figure this out. I'm wondering if there's one in the resort, like a sex club or like a, oh, I don't you know think what I mean? Sex club sort of place. Hold on here. Let's see this. Strip okay, club. so they want to go to the strip club and Kelly is like, we need to do this carefully, dude. If Yara and Molly find, or y'all, uh, Kalani and Yara find out about this, we're dead. We gotta be careful. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There, there are strip clubs. When I Google marathon strip clubs, there, there is one. It is called Woody's. <laughs> of course, it is. <laughs> the chicken fingers are fire. This place, huh? I love this place. Pizza is so so. Back room is nice. Stiff drinks. Okay, is, thoughts on reveal. eating. Thoughts on eating at a strip club. Not into it. Not Mm-mm. really into I'm it. I'll drink strip there. club. I'm I'll not eating one. there. Not eating. No, there. no. I'll drink there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, girls. So that's our coverage. What'd you think of this episode? It was so cringy, but I'm still enjoying this. I am too. I am I, too. I hope we're done with Angela's coochie. That's all I ask. I need more. Like, see, this is what I'm worried about with this show. Now we're starting to get into the shenanigans. Are we going to have more couples therapy? Like we need more of that. I hope so. I There's hope not so. even an expert mentioned in this, or we didn't even see a clip of the expert. Well, I mean, well, we, have well, we saw Chicken Jenny hypnotizing Chicken Jenny's him, but like, hypnotizing him, but whatever, whatever. And he's not taking it seriously. So uh, Amy's gonna. I'm gonna have to be on my best behavior talking about that next episode. It's okay. I can tell you that I will tell the story next time about how I actually did a um, soul piece restoration once. Okay. okay. You know I'll how I get that. with that stuff. I'm a little, I know. Yeah. It's a good well, story, though. It's the Gen Xer in me. I just feel like I'm real skeptical of all that. Like, I'm skeptical of religion as well. So, yeah, yeah. it's just I don't trust yeah. anything. I am too, but I had an experience. I'll, t- I'll share it next time. 
All right, guys. So fun little mystery cap. I will share this experience. (laughs) We will be right here with you again on Sunday covering Cody Brown and those fools that he's courting and watching our queen Janelle escape the cult. So if you haven't already, check out our Patreon where we talk about sister wives. Link is in the show notes. What's that? The fight, the fight happened and it was the fight. amazing. Everybody's talking about the fight. I, I mean, know, it was amazing. just Cody breaking that fourth wall. I gasped. Me too. Same. It was crazy. Um, one thing we did, forgot to mention when we covered it is that um, when one of our patrons pointed out that Nathan of the Manosphere is married to Mary's brother. Mary's sister. Mary's sister. Mary's sister. Oh, I don't I don't <laughs> see Nathan being a guy who would be married to a guy. Sorry, I'm just sorry, it sorry, there. sorry, sorry. So I didn't realize there was that connection. And I said, yeah. you know, well, apparently it's six degrees of Mary on that show. <laughs> six but. degrees of Mary. Mar- Janelle was married to Mary's brother. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. It's it's a lot. Like I said, this is not a tree. This is a wreath. It's a wreath. So there's that. Um, and then Steph and I will be back with uh, our finale of Yellowstone on nice. the ranch. On the ranch. Last time on the ranch. Last time on the ranch. And um, I also want to remind everybody that we're starting Virgin River next week. So I'm very excited. So keep up with I that. Watch that. Oh, God. It's it's the soapiest, campiest, soapy love. I, like, I love it so much. It's it's like um, like a ha- like a long Hallmark movie. Oh, God. Okay. <laughs> Got it. Got it. And I remember I, I was always seeing previews and stuff around Netflix. I'm like, there's no way I'm going to like this show. No way. It's just not right. my speed. And I put it on. Sure enough, I got sucked right You loved it. <laughs> loved I hear you. All right, Amanda, why don't you tell everyone where they can find you when you're not hanging out in Charleston with your uh, um, besties? Even then you can find me there because I'm on the Instagrams where I post things. Um, link in show notes, but it's Amanda Lynn. Okay. And you can follow us on Instagram at Little Miss Recap. I'm on there at Amy Archer Writer. And join our Facebook group. We have a lot of fun in there. We sure do. Backdoor Mind Friends. Link is in the show notes. Thank you so much, Amanda, for covering this shit show with me. No one I'd rather do it with, my friend, than you. All right, girl. Thanks, everyone. We'll talk to you soon. Bye. Bye, all. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus... Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.